welcome back to That's What We Said. And today we have our favorite guest. Hello. Do you guys Hello. know who that is? <laughs> yeah, Do you guys yeah, know I don't who think anybody is? knows who I am. <laughs> no, they do. They're like, they who do. is that? What, fa- what favorite what, guest? What sexy voice is that? <laughs> yeah. Breathe do you know telemarketers think I'm like a male? Really? Yeah. I don't know, but they're like, oh, mister. And I'm like, do I sound that manly? Honestly, I, I think I do. I don't, I don't think so. Mm. I would never have guessed that, but maybe. maybe. Yeah. Um, so today, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. I was kind of thinking of, you know, what do you think of sexual taboos? Yeah, I think that's a that's a good topic. I think that's something that we all should now express ourselves with and talk about. Why? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said now we should all. So I thought maybe well, something was okay, happening so and I didn't know about it. There's a reason it. It's, it says taboo at the end because it means something that's restricting you from talking and saying something about a, a topic or a subject or, you know, a specific event. Um, and I think sexual taboos for many people are there because, and we'll define what sexual taboos we're talking about. Yeah, what about. is a sexual taboo? So for me, I think it's anything that's like, like dirty sex, <laughs> even sex, right? Like, sex a taboo? Well, I, it's not supposed to be, but I don't think you're supposed to vocalize it and stuff. I, and that's me, my old mind thinking. Like, I think that's so the old it, way we're brought so up. So is that like stuff, a, right? not for Indian people? Or are you talking based so, on, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. cultural? Does it have like a I cultural? I think it's cultural. I definitely do think it's cultural. I don't know because I don't want to be racist or, or discriminate against any race. But um, I do feel like, you know, the way Indian specifically, because I can only speak for who, you know, who we are, but like, I think we're raised to be, you know, respectful and raised to be, you know, good girls and don't say not dirty things and don't think naughty things and don't do naughty things. And can't I can't have sex before marriage. Yeah, exactly. So I'm holding myself out. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Did you guys hear that? Wow. That's awesome. Yes, yes. That's awesome. Hey, more power to you, man. 50 and a virgin, right? Yeah, that's great. You should write a book. <laughs> Podcast. 50 and a virgin. Yeah. I like that. A 50-year-old virgin. Exactly. Um, no, so I, I think that those taboos still exist, even though we are going into a generation of openness and, you know, vocal, vocalizing our opinions and thoughts and, you know, equality. I think that there are a lot of people who are still have these sexual taboos. So, for example, we'll talk about, you know, a vibrator slash rabbit, right? Like, um, I don't know how many Indian girls out there actually use it or have it. That's a great question. I don't know because we never talk about exactly. it. <laughs> oh, maybe it's a taboo. <laughs> maybe we're not supposed to. Well, the other thing is masturbation, right? Yeah. Uh, that was a word that I couldn't bring up a lot amongst Indian friends. Um, you know, not, I'm not talking about my friends today. I'm talking about my, my friends from like 10 years ago. It was a topic that you just never brought up. Mm-hmm. And I always came across as the bad girl mm-hmm. for bringing it up. I always noticed that. Mm-hmm. And I quickly, well, I didn't quickly learn. It took me a long time to shut up but i started in some social circles to just not bring up sex mm-hmm. um because they were so embarrassed or they felt like i was saying something wrong and i just never got that like doesn't everybody masturbate you get, la- you get labeled as like you too dirty, and right? i thought everybody masturbated like i guess um, you know, not. And that's the thing i'm sure everybody does but we don't talk about it I mean, there are, I mean, as, you know, as I did talk to more and more people about this, I found out that there are certain girls who just have never masturbated. Okay. That, and they don't sense. use a vibrator. Yeah. And nothing, which is fine. Yeah. Which is totally fine. And and then, yeah, there's like... But do you believe them? I do. I believe them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I believe them because of 
I mean, they're just sincere. They're honest. I mean, I don't think they have any reason but to lie. You, but do you think a lot of women, especially ethnic women, do you think that they would tell you the truth? Like, okay, let's talk about our friend circle, right? Well, like, the ones who don't want to tell me the truth, they just say that. They go, I don't want to talk about this topic. Really? Yeah. And the ones who are willing to tell me the truth, they're just very open about this. And you can tell they're comfortable talking about yeah. this topic. Mm-hmm. So I just, I can just tell if you're, if you're not... If you don't want to talk about it, you're just visibly uncomfortable and you laugh and then you just don't want to say anything. Mm-hmm. But what if like, can you tell if a girl's lying? Like, is she like, oh yeah, I've never used a vibrator. What the hell is that? And you're like, yeah, but you lying. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I've never had this situation happen before, so I, I can't really either. judge on myself. But um, I haven't either. Like the girls that I've talked to about it are all just very, very like, uh, what can I say? Like they haven't maybe been in this country for that long. Mm-hmm. So they think it's a sexual taboo to talk about Probably. it. Or maybe they... Um, so, you know, I will tell you... They weren't raised that, that way to talk about it, right? Exactly. So, yeah. Every bachelorette party, you I think you get at least one vibrator as a gift. Really? Yeah. Like I never I, got it. I never got a vibrator, damn it. As your bachelorette? Yeah. <laughs> really? Like, I have given out many vibrators to women for their bachelorette parties. Really? Because that's what you do. Yeah, I don't Which know. Which vibrator? I don't I went to a, Damn, went to a naughty store and I put like a I black, up one. black shawl around my head and walked in. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, it better be the Hitachi or okay. the Rabbit. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> okay, so I will. But the, you know, the funny thing is with Hitachi, I also feel like that we can talk about vibrators a lot here. But um, but the the power, like, don't, aren't you afraid that it's going to be so overwhelming and it'll feel so good that you're not going to need a yeah. guy sensation? I've anymore? heard, um, like a girlfriend of mine once told me that. She goes, you know, she's like, I was using the rabbit and everything. And then she's like, I just stopped because I don't know if she said her doctor said this to her or she just came up with it on her own. But she's like, I just felt like, you know, it was, it was getting too much mm-hmm. and that I couldn't, that I might not need a guy or mm-hmm. want a guy or by the time I had the guy mm-hmm. that it wouldn't feel the same yeah. because I was so used to the feeling that the vibrator yeah. gave me. So she's like, it's not good for me. I yeah. stopped. Okay, wow. Okay. I was like, oh, okay. Well, it's good that she did. Was she Indian? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad that she talked about it then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So do a lot of Indian girls talk about vibrators or not very many? The people that I know were what able to talk know? about it comfortably. <laughs> Are you saying no, you're... Nobody I know really? talks about it comfortably. Yeah. Um, nobody I know that... I can't say... Okay, I can count on my one hand. Let me put it that way. Okay. It's not like I have 500 girls talking to me every night about vibrators, but okay. I can count on my one hand. There are two, three girl... Friends of mine who use the vibrators actively, okay. and they talk about it, and they're comfortable with it. Okay. I just know two. I know you and one other girl, and that's mm, it. Yeah. I, I mean, my one hand is like five fingers, so mm-hmm. I don't know more than five. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you use those for masturbation. I'm just kidding. Yeah. The <laughs> other hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. No, so, I, and so it's actually a taboo because I do feel like people don't talk about it, and we should because I think... There's a lot of questions that come around for sexual taboos, right? And I think girls have questions like for masturbation, like do you do it? How do you do it? Are you supposed to do it? When do you do it? Like, yeah. is it bad if you do it? Yeah, right? yeah, like, totally. And I feel like the more you can talk about it and express, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just but men do it, and it's nothing wrong for men to do it. So why can't women do it? Do you see like the difference? Yeah, that's yeah. why I think it's important to talk and let women know that it's okay to talk about it yeah. with each other. But it's, you have to find, I think, a safe zone. You have to find safe friends that mm-hmm. you can talk to about it. People who don't judge you for talking about mm-hmm. it. Like they judged me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, making me feel like I was this bad person until I realized, no, it's this, it's these girls. Yeah. It's, you it's, know? Their, it's their, it's their, it's own their life. upbringing and yeah. whatever. And once you understand that and you can empathize with that, you just mm-hmm. don't bring up those topics with them. That's it. Mm-hmm. You, you, that, yeah. I, I just, I think like just talking about like masturbation and vibrators and just, you know, 
position, sexual positions and stuff like that. Like all Is these, that a taboo? Sexual I, positions? I think so. Like what? I don't know. I mean, you know, it's Aren't the funniest. Aren't there two positions? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you mean there's on more? On top and on the bottom. I know. <laughs> no, wow. um, No, I think like it's so funny how like Indian people have these sexual taboos, but we're the number one sexual country in the world. We came up with the Karma Sutra. Well, I call that hypocritical. Yeah. And yeah. all of our mandirs and temples have people having sex on them. But we're not supposed to talk about it. But we're not supposed to talk about it. We're supposed to look at it. And when you show it in a Bollywood movie, they put a flower before, right before the guy and the girl are going to kiss. <laughs> now it's a little different, it's right? Different. I feel like in some of the Bollywood movies now, you can see them kissing. So yeah. I'm like, oh, hallelujah, right? Yeah, Finally. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I it's very hypocritical, that, I think. I, I do think there is a, a respect in things, too. Like, just, I think, um, I'm, I'm kind of old school. I can be old school, too, in the sense, like, um, when someone says like, with the flower thing in the Indian movies, I kind of respect that. I mm-hmm. like that the thought of like keeping the dignity there a little bit, right? Um, and not showing everything of the sexual scenes on TV. I don't think we need to see that. I think keeping that little bit of surprise or keeping that sexualness hidden a little, it just creates a little bit more of like this um, respectful feeling, right? And I think that's how a lot of maybe women feel too about talking about it, as mm-hmm. in like, why do we need to talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure girls are thinking right now about this podcast, like, mm-hmm. well, why do you need to talk about these things in public? Right. Why can't it be private? Right. Um, but, but that's what I'm saying, even when I am in private with these girls mm-hmm. and they get together in a private get-together, mm-hmm. it's like, they won't talk about it. Right. It's Especially uncomfortable. Especially the prim and proper ones. The prim and right. proper ones that aren't really prim and proper, they, they've done everything, but they won't say it. Even like, I'm going to go and say, you know, from the behind, like, anal sex, right? Oh, like, anal sex. Yeah, that's another, I think that's another that's sexual taboo. taboo. Yeah. I know. That is another sexual taboo out there, but, um, I mean, do you think there are people out there who have done it, the prim and proper girls that you're talking about that have done it, but they don't want to talk about 100%. it? hundred percent. Really? hundred percent. Because it's so funny because I'll, I'll hear from their husbands, but the wives will never admit to it. Really? Yeah. So the husband says, yep, she did this with yeah. me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but she will, she'll say no, she'll deny it? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. What do you think that's about? I think it's just keeping her respect, her dignity intact, not showing that, oh, she's a hoe, or doesn't want to be judged as a hoe, or dirty, or just doesn't want to be judged and, and you know, looked at a different way. I think that's, I think all of it kind of falls under judgment, right? That's yeah. why we don't talk about certain things, right? right. And even if you have, like... Um, an S&M room in your house, right? And you're an Indian person. You will never talk about it. Yeah, that's true. Right? That's true. I think BDSM and all of that is just a completely different. Mm-hmm. Another, you know, like mm-hmm. under the sexual taboo thing. And yeah. I think, I, I don't know, a single person. Yeah, I really don't know too many people on the Indian side of, you know, in yeah. that culture who are into it. But there are many. I'm sure. I just okay. don't know Yeah, there. Anybody, I, think I think there are people. I mean, but... I, I guess they just don't express it as much as non-Indians. I feel like non-Indians, so it was so funny. I'll tell you a funny story. I went to um, a bachelorette party uh, last year, and there was a bunch of girls there, and we're talking about, you know, sexual stuff, obviously. And one of the girls, she's non-Indian, and she's like, yeah, you know, I just went on a date with this guy who I've had a crush with for so long, and I invited him over, and then I rushed to the bed bathroom because I was like, oh, shit, my vibrator's sitting on the sink. And I had to go hide it. And she was so, like, nonchalant about it. And I'm thinking, oh, shit. Like, first of all, why is it in your bathroom? And second of all, um, I'm thinking, like... Where else would it be, though? In your bedroom? bedroom. I would mind in the bathroom. You do? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why would it be in your bedroom? But, yeah, I can kind of... That's where you use it. Yeah, but then you clean it and then you put it in the bathroom somewhere. Really? In, in like, a drawer. Oh, okay. 
Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to go through your bathroom, okay, of course. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> if you're coming over, you know where I'm going to hide that thing, in my bedroom, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, but so she's like, oh, you know, I guess... I don't know, she must have used it or whatever the evening before, and then she forgot that she left it in there, so she went, and she was very vocal about it. She didn't care. And she was just like, yeah, you know, and I, and, um, I didn't want him to see it, but then he asked, like, oh, you know, what was that? And she's like, oh, it's just my vibrator. And he's like, oh, bring it up, we'll use it. And that whole story, I was just like, holy shit, I don't think I could ever express myself the way she did in that moment. You mean you couldn't tell that story I to, tell to that people? Story. No. Yeah. I, I probably wouldn't do that either. But Yeah. yeah. yeah I was gonna, that was the next question. <laughs> yeah. Would you do that though with the gun? Yeah. yeah. I think it just depends on your comfort level mm-hmm. and, and, you know, talking about it and, and who's receptive, who's not. Mm-hmm. Maybe she didn't care if anybody wasn't receptive to it. Maybe she just... She didn't care what people thought. Correct. And that's what and you, actually, that's you have to she be. She thought she would... People would think she's um, more adventurous and more... Um, attractive because so see how like the mental thing is I think she thought she kind of wanted her guy to know that she had a vibrator because I think in her head she thought oh he's gonna get so turned on which he did which he did right but Indian women they're like oh my god he's gonna judge me and he's gonna leave me and he's probably gonna think she's such a dirty girl well do you think the Indian men want their women to be using vibrators do they see that as like a no you should just be with me not with a vibrator like I think the way men and women are both raised I think it's changing in the millennial world mm-hmm. but I think the way we've been raised it's probably still a taboo in men's mind mm-hmm. right they're still kind of closed-minded about a lot of those things right mm-hmm. um, I think I can't really speak for a man but um, I've never really had a guy ask me to do that before like hey can we use that I've never Together. had that experience yeah yeah, yeah. Um, especially an Indian guy because I just generally date Indian guys but like I've never had um, any any guy like say those kinds of things. I've never actually had any guy ask me to do anything that's a sexual taboo. Yeah, you know what's funny though. I feel like a lot of doctors actually um, prescribe vibrators, dilators, all these different you know pieces of equipment to women when you you know when they sometimes have trouble um, you know having sex mm-hmm. or if they're too tight or mm-hmm. it's actually medically prescribed yeah. as a way of helping the woman and helping the man. Yeah. So, you know, it's not maybe as sexually taboo mm-hmm. as many people think hmm. that it is. Maybe it was uh, maybe initially it was a medical device and then people were like, "Oh damn, this feels good. It's better than the laundry machine." No, I actually <laughs> think it was the other way around. I feel like I feel like people started using it for pleasure, you know, it was invented for, for that, and okay. then it started to become more medically I don't know. Mm. I could just be like, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> pulling the shit out of my ass right now. But I, I feel like almost like nowadays they're just they're prescribing it for all kinds of different, yeah, you know, reasons. And I think it's interesting that the medical um, field is on board with this. Mm-hmm. So how can it be sexually taboo? Why, what is so bad about it if doctors are actually asking you to use it to help you because I with think, issues that I you might we, have? I think the connotation between getting having a vibrator and masturbating and doing, you know, anal sex and all those taboos, I think are associated with like prostitutes and people who sleep around or, you know, people who are don't, you know, are sexually too sexually active. What if you don't have a boyfriend or a partner? You wait, you become, you, you re-virginize. You re-virginize. And, you do, and, what, and what happens to, like, what if you're, like, you know, you, you want to, like, you have a desire? What about your sexual desire while know. you're waiting for that man to come along? I what do you know. do? I have no idea. Take a shower. Take a cold <laughs> take shower. Take a cold shower. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
Why not? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can see that. I, I, you know, it's true. I don't know because I had a girlfriend who was turning 36. Mm-hmm. This was years ago. This was like 10, 12 years ago. And she um, had never had sex and uh, she'd never masturbated. She was really like very, you know, she was raised here. I don't know if she was born here, but she was raised here. Mm-hmm. And um, she'd never done that. She met this guy and they started dating and they were long distance and he kind of told her, and he was a doctor as well, and he kind of told her, he's like, maybe, like, in order to, you know, kind of get prepared for him, I guess. I don't even know what the situation was, but for, for her to start masturbating, right? Mm-hmm. So she asked me about it. Wait, he I told said, her to start masturbating? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, because they were long distance, and yeah. she's like, I've never masturbated, blah, yeah. blah, And he's like, well, you should. It's healthy, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so she's like, okay. And so she asked me if that was normal. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't know. I've never had that request. But I'm like, I don't Is think... it normal in general or is it normal for the man to ask you? What was she asking? I think if, if it's normal to masturbate. Mm-hmm. I think doctors will tell you it is. Yeah. But I don't know. I actually don't know what Asian doctors will tell you, but I think Western doctors will tell you it's normal. Yeah. I, I wonder know. what Indian doctors would say. Ah, oh, I wonder, huh? I, I think they would just say you need to get yourself married. <laughs> I know it seems like that. I, I don't think so. I think I think a doctor is a doctor. I doubt that an Indian doctor would say that, but I know it feels like that's yeah. what they would say. But because they're not going to tell you to go out and have sex, they're not definitely going to say that. No, like, I'm, I'm saying what go. would they say about masturbation right, if you're but, single or if you're not married? And I, we should ask our Indian listeners, you know, from India to like to like answer this one for oh us. My God, but we're I don't get a slew of spam. Yeah, guys, don't crap. respond. Guys, yeah, yeah. guys, just stay off of this podcast. I okay? think w- women <laughs> should respond with whether or not they yeah. feel comfortable doing it or not, and why not? Right? Like why? I don't know. I mean, I think, I, I guess it's healthy and I guess it's okay. But I think mentally we're like, oh my God, if I do do this, then it's kind of dirty. I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't touch myself. Right? Yeah. I think I think that's how a lot of people are raised. Don't mm-hmm. touch yourself type of thing. Yeah. It's a taboo. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, again, it's just the way that you've been raised but and the environment so that you're in. It's so funny because it's completely okay for men to do it because they have the itch. And I, I know women have Is it okay for men itch. to do it in other cultures? I think they do it, but they're not supposed to talk about it. So they're not, it's not really okay. It's not okay, but we all know they do it because it's like a human need for men, right? Because they have to like... Um, Actually, I feel like anything is okay for men. I know. This is bullshit. It's like whatever they do, it's fine. I don't think anybody questions anything about them, right? I Why mean, is it a sexual taboo? If, if you're like in the freaking like, I don't know, corporate world and men are like really aggressive and this and that, they call oh, them yeah. like what? Aggressive or yeah. what do they call them? Assertive? Assertive. If a woman is go-getters. like that. Go-getters. Go-getters. If a yeah. woman is like that, what do we get called a bitch? I mean, yeah. I've heard that so many times. Difficult to work with. Difficult to work with. Emotional. Highly yeah. emotional. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I go through that bull crap all right. the time. So I feel like men just get away with everything. Like, you know, what about porn? It's okay for men to watch porn that's true that's a sexual taboo taboo, too yeah but women watching porn is like ew that's dirty and even if you touch yourself while watching porn that's That's even even dirtier dirtier. (laughs) imagine having sex both of you having sex while watching porn yeah people a lot of people probably don't understand that they're like i think a lot of people rather that i think a lot of people that's not more as much as a sexual taboo for if a couple has sex while doing porn because you're both kind of in it. How many but people do you know that'll talk about that though? Do you know any couples will talk true. to you about it? Nobody. Nobody will admit it because it's, it's a taboo. Kind of, but people kind of admit that more than masturbation and vibration and um, other stuff. Men talk about watching porn more, more because it's become kind of like a cool thing. Yeah, or normal. Normal, right? Or, yeah. But a woman watching porn is like, oh my God, mm. how could you? Because Because we are taught and told that men have to physically do that you know touch themselves because 
it's a medical necessary necessity because you know they have to you know um, let their boys out. Really? Yeah, but women don't have they don't need to orgasm because there's no no point. You know, like it's wait. Like, why do men need to let their boys out again? Because I think what happens is it stocks up. <laughs> and yeah, I'm learning a lot right now. I hope I hope you guys are too. And you guys know me. I don't talk. So I know. So this is really great. No, carry on because I really want to know this one. So um. <laughs> A man needs to, um, you know, ejaculate, right? And a woman doesn't? No. Why not? Because it's a me- it's a necessary need for men to do it, but women don't need to do it. Except for women, it's just a feeling. For a man, it's a necessity. And that's how it's viewed upon. Interesting. I don't think I ever knew that. Yeah. So when a woman... Actually, the thing is, when a woman orgasms, she releases endorphins, which makes her really happy. And, and it's really helpful for depression and any kind of feeling. It makes you happy and feel good about yourself. No, when she right? has a sexual need, mm-hmm. when she's horny, in other mm-hmm. words, mm-hmm. doesn't she need to do something? She does. She does. But, but isn't it the same thing as a man? When a man man feels horny and he wants to like get off, doesn't he ejaculate? But, but, like, but, but the ejaculation portion is the. I you're think saying that is more purposeful. It's more purposeful, yeah. But because why? they have because they have to get it out of their system. It's like they can't accumulate. It's like pooping, right? You have to get it out of your system. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Otherwise, it stocks up in there. And then you're like, I don't know what happens I medically, see. but I see. Yeah, 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 you have to let it. Out. You're saying we don't have anything well, we to release. Really yeah, we don't have anything to release. We just end up doing it for the feeling of the orgasm, where men do it for the. Yeah. And what I learn so much every day. I still learn. <laughs> Who knew I would teach you? <laughs> I know. I just never most, thought about this stuff. I'm like, like the most wow. Close off person. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So that's why it's not, it's it, and that's why they're saying oh. Porn and touching yourself and doing all this stuff for men is okay because it's needed. They have to do it. They have and to for women, it it's not really necessary, so don't do it. Yeah. So it's dirty if you do it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. yeah. But do enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. It's like more of a quick act, if depending on where they're living, who yeah. they're living with. Mm-hmm. Like, who talks about it? Yeah. Especially in India. I don't think anybody ever, I don't, when I go to India and I have Indian cousins and, you know, like whatever. And in- Caution us, to, you know, to thinking that India is not as... It's not as, maybe I'll use the word sexually conservative. Mm-hmm. It's not as sexually conservative that yeah. like we might think. Yeah. Because there's, you know how many swingers parties there are? Do you know how many different variations there are mm-hmm. in the, in that world? Mm-hmm. There are. There's a lot. There's yeah. a lot and happening. And that's another taboo is like swapping. Swingers. Yeah, swapping. swapping white, so. But there's tons happening in India that sometimes I feel like we think nothing is happening. You yeah. Know, but it is. Yeah. So there is an ent- population that's into all but of that. But it's not... T- even here, people don't talk about swapping fish uh, fish bowls. Maybe because we just it. don't hang out in those circles, girl. Did you ever think about that? You know, I've never been approached. I mean, not that I've been approached either. I haven't. <laughs> You're but like, I get approached. I know, day. right? Like, every day. What are you talking about? I know, I know. But I think it's because we don't hang out in those circles. Yeah. Like, I've heard there's, like, BDSM uh, places here. Mm-hmm. There's meetings that happen weekly. Wow. There's There's, like, dungeon rooms here where you can go Maybe and not are- play, but just, like, you know, watch mm-hmm. and then participating mm-hmm. is optional. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's a whole other is, world. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just don't really maybe circulate amongst hmm. those and, But it's not even open. It's not talked about. It's very secretive. Because um, I will tell you, I had a friend a long time ago who's married. I don't know if she's married anymore or not, but she is the only Indian person I knew that did the fishbowl. What's the fishbowl? Oh, the fishbowl is when you go to a party. Yeah. Like uh, you're married, all the married couples go to a party. Yeah. They put your, the men put their keys inside of a fishbowl. Oh, it's like the swapping thing? Yeah. You just pick up a key and Yeah, you know. so when the guy walks out, he 
pulls any key, yeah, right? Yeah. And whatever key he gets, he goes home with that wife that belongs to that car. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That way, that's why I'm like, I would like to choose mine because what if I get an ugly guy? And right. I don't right. Do what if you do it? get like a you know? But not you know, so it's not looking. even about that. It's about just doing you know being open to other kinds of people yeah but you got to be attracted to the other kind no, of you person don't, I don't think I don't think there's an attraction thing there because I think it's just a one night stand kind of thing so you still have to be attracted to have I don't sex know, I have to talk to a swinger I don't know <laughs> that's interesting wow yeah. maybe we should like interview them next time yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Um, bring them on right yeah. a swinger but there out is there. and um and we actually I do know like some people who know of those people and we mm. should get them on there here next time to understand the thought process behind that whole thing and how it works uh, sexual taboos part two coming, yeah coming back if you guys like this please let us know so we can have a part two yeah else we're not yeah okay <laughs> we'll switch to the other topic we wanted to talk about yeah no but I think I think well, India and America it's like why 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 should we talk about, here's a couple things the reason I don't really talk about my sexual taboo stuff is because I know it's going to get around and I don't want people to know about it Right? It's you want to keep it business. private. I want to keep it private. It's nobody's yeah. business. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people don't say things too, right? Because the Indian circle is quite small, right? And we all know each other. It's probably like a two degrees, you know, of separation. And I, you know, and I know like even with my podcast, people from like friends of friends of friends of friends have said, oh yeah, we know Purvi from her podcast. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> like they know, know too much about the, my life. The internet already. is a crazy little thing, I tell so you. It, so it's, and so I think... All these sexual taboos, I think people do do them. I think people probably do have vibrators and, you know, do, you know, have masturbations and stuff. Maybe they need to be taught. I don't know, some of these people in India. But um, but I think they don't say it because, A, it is considered low class. Considered not classy. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it's interesting how many people also have trouble mm-hmm. with sex. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that we we underestimate. We don't really understand because we don't talk about it. Yeah. Nobody wants to tell anybody because mm-hmm. they feel bad. They don't want to be judged. But... There are a lot of women who have trouble having sex. Mm-hmm. We should create a blog on if you have like an issue, sexual issues. Like yeah. You post it anonymously and right. people can help you. Right. And and talking about it, I feel talking about it, communicating about mm-hmm. any topic is actually really helpful because you don't know what somebody could be going through mm-hmm. and, and maybe you can help each other. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. unless you talk about it, how would you even begin to know that the person is having an issue? What kind of issue would they have? Just not having knowing how to have sex correctly? Like, yeah. What, what is. Yeah, but you'd be so amazed at how many, you know, people. Let me say something. This world is not black and white. Life is not black and white. Yeah. You know, and there are so many people who have trouble with this basic act of having sex. Mm-hmm. People just. Sometimes it's hard. They don't know what to do. It's not natural. Mm-hmm. For some women, they're super tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some men, they aren't able to get it up. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of names for both sides, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. whatever these these issues are. Mm-hmm. And what I'm trying to say is that there's so many of them going through it. Mm-hmm. Of course, they can go to their doctor and talk about it and find out ways mm-hmm. you know, to, to help address that. But talking to friends mm-hmm. can also help mm-hmm. because your friend might be going through something similar or maybe she went through something similar mm-hmm. and she can tell you techniques that work for mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And sometimes talking to a friend is so much more helpful mm-hmm. than talking clinically to a doctor, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And for that reason, I would, you know, I think talking about this is is a good thing. But I think sometimes people also may prefer not going to a friend, going to kind of a stranger because they don't want their information out there either. Totally. Sometimes if you talk to a friend and she gossips to another friend, totally, you'd have to you'd have to really know who you're talking to. Yeah. Trust um, them. And sometimes when you know you you might want to you know, come out into the open and talk about it if 
your friend comes out into the open and mentions mm-hmm. something to you yeah. and then you're, you kind of feel like, oh shit, I'm going through the same thing. Yeah. Then I'm going to talk about it with her yeah. type of thing, right? Yeah. So of course, it's not like you can just pick up the phone and call anybody yeah. and start and, talking and, and about so it. And it's so funny because I do have a really good friend who's very open with me about like, you know, sexual stuff and and so I feel comfortable talking to her about yeah. stuff like that. Like that's a little bit more taboo than talking to somebody else yeah. that's going to judge you and I think the whole thing comes down to people judging you. Mm-hmm. And then it's so funny also because I was talking about sexual positions. Yes, there are more than two, Preeti. Okay. I Thanks, thanks for like, yeah, you're teaching me a lot. Yeah, please show me. <laughs> no, but it's so funny because when you're trying to have a baby, uh-huh. there's certain positions you can do to try to, um, I don't know if it's true or, or for, a folklore, okay. but um, there's certain positions you can do to help with the process. Uh-huh. And so I didn't know that until my sister told me one day because um, she was talking to all her girlfriends and they were talking about it at the girls' night one day. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? There's only one position yeah. to have a baby. It's missionary. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, apparently there's like all these different things you can do to try to get, you know, the man's boys up there faster okay. um, to help you. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And then I kind of started seeing it on TV. TV too, right? On um, shows and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. But people generally don't know because it's never talked about. Right. Right. Yet another reason to talk about it, right? Like if we can all just start talking about it and not judging. And here's the thing with being judged, right? People are going to judge you no matter what. Mm -hmm. If you're breathing, Mm -hmm. they're going to judge you. Mm -hmm. So I think you just stop giving a shit Mm -hmm. and and just be who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, talk about it with people that you can relatively trust. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying we're on talking about it to everybody, right? Mm -hmm. I don't. Mm -hmm. I only talk about it to people that I really trust and that, you know, we share. It's not one-sided. I'm not going to only talk to you about my problems or, you know, whatever it is. I'm... They reciprocate, and so mm-hmm. I know we can trust each other. Yeah. Right. So I think I think if you can start with people that you can really trust, trust, you don't know what you could learn out there. Yeah, it's true. There's so much, and I think we all experience things. I think we have to let go of the sexual taboos as being judged and being told we're something bad when it's just a very natural thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends also, like, religiously speaking, depending on what religion you are, you you know, you people yeah, have different opinions on natural, yeah. so that's very debatable. I, yeah. don't, I don't know so I that it's... I it's not just Indians. I think, like, a lot of religious people... Of course. Talk yeah. about not masturbating Absolutely. and doing things. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this was a very interesting time. It was. I learned a lot. Thank you so much, Dr. Purvi. So, on part two of this... I, you know, the funny thing is, I thought I was going to learn a lot from you. No, nothing. I just learned so much from you that, wow. Yeah. I need to go but, write this down in my blog. Yeah. In my travel blog. Travel. travel blog. What I learned today on sexual taboos. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for um, talking to us about this. Yeah. This is a very sensitive subject for a lot of people. Yeah. And I think, you know, even me posting this is going to be a huge thing. Even oh, because, yeah. Because, you know, like, Absolutely. But it would be really great to hear from people, yeah. you know, if, you, if honestly, if any, any of you know, you listeners are experiencing anything like this or you've ever wanted to talk about this stuff or do you think it's taboo? Like, we'd love to hear from you. So mm-hmm. just like, you know, after this podcast airs, like drop us like a comment or... Yeah, comment, email me. Something. Facebook, um, we have a Facebook page. Yeah, it'd be great to really hear from everybody. Yeah. yeah. Let's get the dialogue started. That'd be great. And don't don't be scared. You can come as anonymous. We don't know you. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Thanks, Preeti. All thanks right. For thanks, Purvi, for having me. No worries. Bye. Till Bye. next time. Bye.